Well, hi there. Welcome to In the Clinic with Camille. My name is Camille Freeman. I am a registered herbalist and licensed nutritionist. And in this podcast, I share little tips and tidbits that may be helpful for other practitioners. Today, I'm really excited to have a guest here with me. Megan Hamilton is going to help us understand how to give better conference presentations or any kind of presentations, really. As practitioners, many of us have a lot of accumulated wisdom, thoughts to share, things that may help serve our community in some way. And a lot of us don't have any training in how to present that material. Public speaking is scary for folks. It is something that many of us shy away from. And if we do want to give a presentation, do a talk, do a webinar, any anything along those lines, a lot of times we spend most of our time focusing on the content and then we get there and we sort of grit through the actual presentation piece. So Megan is a public speaking expert and she is here to share some tips with us for how to be better presenters. So I can't wait to dive in. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, today, I have a guest with me. Uh, Megan Hamilton is here. Megan is a speaking visibility and confidence coach for women and non-binary people. She has used her classical theater training and 25 plus years of performance to build a step-by-step -step speaking system that not only allows you to deliver incredible speeches, but also provides you with a framework to have difficult conversations, build your confidence, and increase your visibility. She uses shadow work to help you tune into your intuition and discover the root of what contributes to fear. She's the host of the UBU pod and can be found online at www.ubuskills.com. Megan is also a musician and has recorded five albums of original music and has toured across Canada from Newfoundland to BC, as well as into the US. So Megan, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Hi, Camille. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, anytime. Um, one of the reasons that I invited Megan to come and speak to us today is because she has so much experience training people who are getting ready to give presentations. So uh, Megan, could you share a little bit about what kind of experience you do have training people and um, teaching them how to be better speakers? Sure. So I used to work at a university and while I was there, uh, I asked how our students who are getting ready to do moot competitions, which is where I was at a law school. So the students would get, you know, um, practice being lawyers in these moot competitions. They would pretend to be arguing certain cases. And I said, well, who's teaching them how to present the information and nobody was. So I started thinking about my theater training and all of the things that I've learned while being on stages. And I asked them, I'd love to, you know, train everybody. What do you think? And they went for it. So I spend about seven or eight years every year training the students for their moot competitions. And that's how this four-part training started to synergize and how it started to meld into what it is today. And then I'm also the speaker advisor for the Queen's TEDx. So I've been working with the TEDx speakers and also training the students who are part of the speakers program on how to train other people. And then aside from that, I've been giving workshops and doing one-on-one -on -one work for about five years now with my business, UBU Skills. So I've worked with lots of different people who are getting ready to give presentations or to compete uh, or to just deliver, um, you know, 
work in meetings because all of our public speaking fears tend to come from the same place, which is just a really big fear of getting up in front of people and saying something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so that was one of the things that was really cool as well was noticing, okay, well, I'm using the same skills here, helping this person figure out how to present their dissertation as I am over here helping this person figure out how to, you know, give the quarterly numbers at the work meeting where they typically would feel absolutely frightened. And it all tends to meld together. It's the, it's the same skills that we use for all of these different things. Mm, I love it. So what is one of the most common things that you see going wrong or something that you think people should know about, especially if they are new to presenting. Could you share with us just a, a small tidbit? Absolutely. So one of the things I see everywhere, when you search public speaking, all of the tips and tricks are about how to be engaging, how to uh, how to write a great presentation or a great speech, what to do with your PowerPoint notes, and all of that. And all of that is really, really important. But what I see is somebody coming very prepared with the content, but not having prepared themselves for what they're about to embark on. So if you are somebody who is feeling nervous or has typically felt nervous delivering in front of people, you may think to yourself, well, I just have to be really prepared and then I'll be okay. But actually your brain thinks that you're going into a dangerous situation and it starts to send you the cortisol and adrenaline that, you know, freeze your body or create all kinds of different stress responses. So you can have, you know, excessive sweating, you can have shaking, your voice can shake. uh, You actually lose your ability to access certain parts of your brain. We've all experienced this uh, in different situations, but this is, this will happen to us if we don't prepare ahead of time, physically and mentally for what we're about to do. You can have all of your research, you can have such a terrific speech. And then if you get super duper nervous and you get up in front of people, you just can't access that stuff in your brain. It's, it's physically impossible. And so the, the thing to do is first to begin with your body. And so I teach how to carry your body using the principles of Alexander technique, which is one of the things we're going to talk about in the workshop that you're uh, presenting with me coming up. And so that is basically how to physically take up space. And one of the cool things about that is once you feel yourself moving into that zone of carrying your body, you actually feel a little bit of that power that's coming from physically carrying space instead of, you know, what we can often do is round our shoulders or sort of like use our arms to, it's almost like we're protecting our, our internal organs, right? We go into like a a quasi fetal position when we're feeling nervous. So this is a way of opening that up. But one of the things that I think is the most important is to practice controlled breathing ahead of getting up. So we often talk about deep breathing as a, as a great way of calming down. And certainly it is, but when you practice controlled breathing, which is essentially when you decide when you're going to breathe in and breathe out, that sends a signal to your brain that you're not in danger. 
And so your brain's like, okay, cool. I'm going to stop pumping you with the hormones I thought you needed to get out of this situation, which are actually completely unhelpful, right? And then it allows you to sink into being yourself more without all of this extra, I, I think of it like a like a buzzing frenzy, right? That's that kind of stress and anxiety that you feel coming over you when you've got to do something really difficult. This is a way of managing it. And it doesn't take it away completely when you practice controlled breathing. And I'll, and I'll give an example of how to do that. But what it does is it gets you to a better baseline so that you are able to deliver this amazing, well-researched, well-written presentation that you've got and represent yourself well, instead of feeling like you can't even remember how it went because you were so stressed out and that part of your brain wasn't working. And so, like I said, controlled breathing is just when you decide to breathe in and when you decide to breathe out, instead of letting your sort of autopilot brain manage your breath. What I like to teach is to breathe in for three, hold for three and release for six. And just a little side note about holding your breath. Some breath experts say that when you hold your breath, for those of us who've experienced lots of trauma, that can trigger a trauma response. So if you find while you're holding your breath that you start to feel like more nervous or more upset, that's not going to work for you. So what you want to do in that case is just breathe in for three and then release for six. We want to breathe out for longer than we breathed in because that stimulates our parasympathetic nervous system, which is our rest and digest. And that's the kind of state we want to be in, able to access those parts of our brain that uh, work with, you know, um, helping us figure out the right word to say in a, in a given moment if we're asked a question and not just completely forgetting everything. I, I have a client who... Um, has forgotten her name on stage before because she was so flooded with stress. Mm -hmm. So, and these are things that can actually happen. And so when you walk into something, having worked on your physicality, having opened up your body and having practiced controlled breathing, you're going to be in such a different space getting ready to give your presentation than if you had just you know, ruminated on things for the 60 minutes ahead of time and just come into it feeling really stressed out and anxious already. Mm, amazing. So mm -hmm. do you recommend practicing for a certain amount of time or is there a good time if you know your presentation is happening at 8 a.m.? How would you structure the controlled breathing around that? Time that's period? a really good, that's a really good question. And thank you for asking. Uh, I always recommend that as soon as you know, you've got a presentation coming, start practicing controlled breathing two or three minutes a day, twice a day, if you can hack it right two or three minutes in the morning, two or three minutes in the evening. Cause what you're doing is conditioning your body to understand what you're doing when you start to practice controlled breathing in a stressful situation. So our body recognizes, you know, it's like, um, muscle memory. It's like, oh, okay. I know what's going on here. I'm okay. And then try to, you know, we don't always have full control over where we're going to be ahead of getting into the situation where we're presenting. And especially if we're in a conference situation, 
uh, you know, you might be obligated to watch somebody else's talk. But the great thing about controlled breathing is you can actually do it anywhere. So I have this animated GIF on my website. It's in the tools section at ubuskills.com. And you can pull that on your phone and then you can go to a bathroom stall Mm -hmm. and just watch it, follow the instructions. It just tells you when to breathe in, when to hold and when to breathe out. You do that for two minutes before you're supposed to go on. You're getting yourself into a really um, more relaxed state than you would have otherwise. And it also helps to mentally prepare you. So, you know, I had a job interview a few years ago uh, at a college where I wanted to work. And while I was sitting in the waiting room, this is of course before Mm. coronavirus yeah, (laughs) (laughs) or actually, I guess it was happening at this time, but we, it just wasn't as uh, prominent, but while I was waiting in the waiting room, I had my phone out and I was just practicing controlled breathing. Everybody else just thought I was reading email or whatever, but here I was actually doing this sort of really important work for me to get myself into the most ready position that I could be in. So you can do it anywhere. And, and even, you know, if you're sitting in the audience, watching the person ahead of you, you can even practice it there. If you, you know, the chances are, we're not going to be completely paying attention to the person ahead of us anyway, because we're going to be focusing on what we have to do next. And so just take that time you can tap it out on your leg, like breathe in for three, hold for three, breathe out for six. Sometimes it helps to have an external source sort of like telling you what to do. And that's where that tapping can come in, but you can just say in your brain, breathe in for three, hold for three, release for six. And you're giving yourself the opportunity to show up really grounded and really present uh, as opposed to showing up, feeling really stressed and then having to fight against that to deliver the goods. Mm, I love that. So the idea is to practice daily when you know your presentation is coming up and then to, to really try to work this in as close to the presentation start as you can. Yeah. Um, yeah. In advance. Okay. And Great. then you can even, yeah, there's, I even, you know, there's a fourth part to my training, which is called text mapping. And again, we'll get into detail about this at the workshop, but there's a way of baking controlled breathing into your presentation so that when, if things start to, you know, go off the rails a little bit, you've got something already built in to help you practice controlled breathing as you're giving your presentation. And that piece can be really, really helpful as well. Mm, I love that. Well, speaking of the uh, workshop that's coming up, I just wanted to circle back to that because people may not already know about it. Um, so if you don't, and you're listening, Megan is going to come and do a full one hour workshop for us on January 31st, which is a Monday at 5 PM Eastern time. And we are going to go into her four part system for, uh, public speaking. Megan, do you want to just share like a little teeny bit about what's involved and what we're going to be learning in the workshop? Sure. So you will get a, uh, essential public speaking notes workbook. And that gives a lot of detail into the four parts as well. And a bunch of tips and tricks and some examples and and things that you can practice with. But what we're going to do is we're going to begin by learning how to uh, take up space. So using the principles of Alexander technique from there, we're going to practice controlled breathing and talk about why it's important. From there, we move into the voice, right? So that's something I haven't even touched on today is how to 
use your voice in a supportive way so that it is powerful uh, and also that you're protecting it. And then finally, all of those things come together using something called text mapping, which is how you mark up your speech ahead of time so that you can really connect with your audience in the moment as you're delivering it. And that's going to be true for virtual and in-person. And there's a couple of different ways of, of approaching each of them, but all of these tools can be used in all kinds of different scenarios. It doesn't just have to be speaking at a conference. This could be you know, giving a work presentation, this could be delivering your own workshop. And it also works in interpersonal conflict as well. A lot of these, uh, a lot of these tools can be used uh, in situations where you're maybe fighting with your spouse. I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Got it. laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, one of the reasons that I wanted to invite you here is because I work with a lot of clinicians who are working on building their practices mm-hmm. and that often involves giving workshops to the public, giving people a little sample of what you do. A lot of people speak at conferences, do virtual webinars and workshops. So for anybody who has one of those coming up, I really encourage you to come to the workshop with Megan on the 31st. And we do have a pay from the heart option. We wanted to make it as accessible as we could. So the scale is anywhere from five to $25 for this workshop. It's going to be an incredible value and uh, we will have a recording. So if you can't make it live, you can always sign up and we'll send you the recording once it's over. Um, Megan, is there anything else that you you wanted to add before we wrap up here? Um, I don't think so. I, I think that the main, the main takeaway here is to remember that when we're talking about preparation, it's more than just the content that you're going to be delivering. Uh, if it, if it is something that's difficult for you, then learning how to, you know, and it's not difficult. This training is, is not difficult at all, but knowing what to do when, when you start to feel really nervous is massively helpful so that you can really get out there and share your good work. Mm, Yep. I love it. This is a good life skill in general. Yeah. yeah, Um, It ends up working in a lot of different places. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming here, Megan, to be with us as a reminder, y'all Megan is at www.ubuskills.com and she does offer, um, trainings and workshops. So if you want to come to our one hour training, amazing, but you can also get a lot of, uh, more in-depth training and private work with Megan on the website. So check that out if you get a chance and hopefully we'll see some of you on January 31st at 5 p.m. Eastern time. All right. Thanks, Camille. Thank Thank you. you.